has rung and the Cassock Club is offering thanks that they don't have to worry about being drafted to another brand. Not that it matters, of course, because we'll just show up anywhere at any time with no thought to the storyline. From the East Coast, and with his weekly shout out to Britt Baker DMD, is the Generation X Rev, and that's the, not D, Matt Rhodes. From the West Coast, our Millennial Rev, with a new weekly shout out to his best friends, Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer, because he's got to give the people, meaning his co-hosts, what they want, Michael Sadev. And from the Gulf Coast, our second Millennial Rev giving a shout out to Alexa Bliss and anxiously waiting for his invite to hang out with her in the Firefly Funhouse, Worth Stewart. Welcome everyone to the Cassock Club podcast, episode number 13. Lucky number 13, although it is- Like Dan Marino. Uh, like Dan Marino, that's right. Uh, exactly, or Tua Tungavaloa in college. Oh yeah, there you go. Sweet Hawaiian uh, Prince, put it on the record. That's right. Um, the only thing that is not lucky about number thirteen is that we are down to two. Matt couldn't make it. Uh, he was. He's with great. us in spirit. He is with us in spirit and in pre-recordings. Um, he uh, like like life happens. Um, just couldn't make it happen this week. We will miss him. But uh, we're going to hold it down. We're going to hold down the fort here on the Cassock Club podcast. We're going to have some picks today. Uh, we're going to do our predictions for the Golden Cincture. Excuse me, for my Golden Cincture. Thank you very much. It's As a two-time champion and a two-time defending champion, I'm looking to make it lucky number three. Listen, it is not... It's the people's golden cincture. You just have it for now. Well, that's why they call me the people's golden cincture wearer. Let me, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Um, that's what they call what? me. I don't, what do you want? It's going to be really funny when Matt makes his <laughs> picks and wins the golden cincture. He's not even here for it. <laughs> he'll, he'll never do another prediction he'll, live. That's right. <laughs> he'll always do pre-recordings. That's the only thing he'll do. Um, but anyway, so we're, we're going to uh, roll on to some Survivor Series picks. You doing all right, Michael? I am doing great. It's a busy time. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're praying for everybody. L.A. County just had a huge surge in COVID numbers. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we can all be safe, wear masks, and have a nice Thanksgiving and a great exactly. Survivor Series coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you think the gobbledygooker will, will show up at Survivor Series again this year? We can only hope. We can only hope. I mean, what would be a Survivor Series without the gobbledygooker? I don't know. I don't know. Can't um, even yeah, can't even imagine. Yeah, well, I, I, I love Survivor Series. It's always been one of my favorite pay-per-views. I, I loved Survivor Series. Yeah, in the past tense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I, you know, the other night I went back and fired up the, the, uh, the WWE Network and watched, I think, the one from 1990, I think. Uh, Watched The Undertaker. Yeah, it was Undertaker's debut, so it was... It was oh, nice. nice. Uh, yeah, and it was it was cool. I love all the... I mean, I got real nostalgic, like I always do with, with the 90s. Um, but there was a lot of fun matches, you know? Uh, and it was great. I, I, I like the old ones. I like the old style uh, elimination and have the winners or the survivors from the previous matches all come back at the end for one final match but they kind of went by the wayside um some years I, ago I, I still think that's that's probably the best way to to have ever done survivor series totally i mean it it's fun it's it's unpredictable yeah. or at least for us you know there's an air of unpredictability uh of not knowing what's really going to happen um which you know we don't really know what's going to happen this time but we also uh, at this point on Friday, on Friday evening, we don't know who's on half the teams, right? I, I think the better the better statement is they don't know what's going to happen. Right, they don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the. We were joking before we hit record, but the the men's uh, the men's Survivor Series match there is still to be determined one uh, spot available on the SmackDown team and two spots on the women's SmackDown team, which you got to assume when SmackDown 
uh, launches here in about 30 minutes that they're gonna you know fill those spots but it's kind of crazy they're at the go home show two days before and we still don't know who everybody is but uh, i guess that's brand. why they want us to watch right so we can so we can yeah. see yeah supposedly brand warfare for brands that just uh were established and also aren't exclusive right in any shape or form right it, it, it's really difficult to get for it to make sense and i want to talk about this a little bit more before we do our predictions because I have a I don't really understand like I guess I kind of get the the Survivor Series matches right but how it, it always kind of bothers me and gets in my craw a little bit with the the title matches the title for title matches you know because oh the champion versus champion right 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 yeah, someone's yeah, yeah. someone's got to go over yeah and so it kind of makes the other champion not look great, right? I mean, because your champion got beat. Yeah. I mean, your champion may be the best of, you know, that show or that brand, but, you know, they got beat. They're not really the best, are they? Like, are we really going to say that that Bobby Lashley is better, is is great when he lost to Sami Zayn or, or, or whatever, right? Um, I guess I gave away one of my picks just now, but um, – but still, you get my point. I mean, like, what? But this is WWE where shenanigans happens. And right. so that's like the I... problem is it, is it becomes, you know, botch finish after botch finish with, you know, all kinds of hoo-ha thrown in. You know, I, I mean, you, you mentioned it already. So I, I'm sure Retribution is going to play some role in Bobby Lashley's match. Mm. Yeah, you got to think so. I mean, they've, they've gotten involved in, in a lot of different ways, right? They, they beat up on some of the, some of the women. Uh, and, yeah, so it, it's – I don't know. I, I, like, I, what do you do with, with – you can't have a straight-up finish with, with any, of the, or any of these and make everybody look good. How do, you, how do you do these finishes to make everybody look good, right? I mean, I guess yeah. you could have barn burners for all of them. But the, the only time I thought they did that well was – I don't know if it was Survivor Series or if it was Clash of Champions because both have been sort of conflated now. Yeah. But when it was uh, Lesnar versus AJ, Lesnar went over, but AJ looked great. Like, yeah. they really affected him. And, and there was some sense where you were like, yeah, it makes sense. Lesnar's the guy. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And that was when rare. Finn... It's, it's rare. Was that when Finn Balor got hurt? Uh, was that back then? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think it was just a straight it was, up. It was. It was. It was just AJ versus one, Lesnar. Because one was universal, and that was when AJ was the yeah. WWE champ. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I. There's some on paper. The matchups are good. I like them. Um, you want to just roll into the the uh, predictions now, or you have anything else you want to say beforehand? No. I mean, I think we're there. I think right. we're there. I All will. Right, I guess. I guess the only thing that I uh, uh, that I would say otherwise okay. is um, is. Uh, I wish AEW would find a way to to create something, not not a ripoff of, of Survivor Series, but mm. you know something like this because I think they would do it right. And then also, uh, we're getting close already to seeing champion versus champions matches. We did with the AEW and NWA title, and it was straight up. You know, this is the better the yeah, better sure. title holder. So, sure. um, I'm in although, favor. Although, although you know. Right after that, Thunder Rosa just her popularity just absolutely exploded. Right. right? Uh, so they it did its job that 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 match did. Um, and, and and technically we are going to get a title versus title with Moxley versus Omega, AEW champion versus AAA uh, mega champion. Is he still the AAA mega champion? He is, and we'll get into that in our international wrestling minute. Ah. But so sell for for later on. Yeah. Uh, and then also Moxley's the New Japan U.S. Champ. Uh, U.S. title, so yeah. a holder. So mm -hmm. uh, we are getting a little bit of that. So maybe I, I'm I'm jumping the gun there. That's all right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I just love that title belt. If we Which can the U.S. the New Japan oh, U.S. title. It's great. So sweet. Great. Looks so great. Sweet. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's let's jump into it. Uh, the first one we'll do is the the women's survivor series match we've got team raw 
with Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, and Lana versus Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Ruby at Riot, Liv Morgan, and on the card I'm looking at, two sets of question marks. And I have to say that for this, I'm going to go with Team SmackDown, only because looking at the lineup, it makes more sense for Team Raw to win. They've got more experience. Uh, they've got bigger names, really. Uh, but, you know, when does anything with WWE make sense? So I'm going to go with uh, Team SmackDown in what I presume is the upset. But again, we don't know who the two sets of question marks are. I am going to say it is Team SmackDown. And I'm going to say that because uh, I, I know they've been doing this whole thing with Lana and it seems like she's getting the, this, this sort of central storyline or she's getting punished. Um, but I think it's uh, Bianca Belair's Survivor Series to shine. Uh, so I think that's what we get here. Pro possibly the, the traditional like go down 3-1 uh, thing that Survivor Series typically does. And then mm -hmm. they, they, they pull through with the win. I agree. I'm going to go with SmackDown as well. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. Get out uh, of here. No, I was. I seriously was. Let's let's let uh, Bianca Belair run. I also think this is a great time to let Liv Morgan and, and Ruby Riot look really great. Amen. And also well the the uh, the to be determined ones, the the two to be determined, they're also gonna look great, you know? Uh, yeah. we have a feeling. I, I don't know, whoever it's gonna be. Um, so I'm gonna go with with that one as well. Um Okay, here's a little bonus that won't actually count towards the tally, but it'll count for us. Does Lana end up going through a table at any point in this matchup? 100% yes. Agreed. Like, I, with, with, without a doubt. I think so, too. I think somehow she ends up, Lana ends up, I think... She might go through, too. So, I, I have a funny feeling that Lana and Nia Jax will be the last two. Mm. And... Lana will end up causing the match or causing Nia Jax to get eliminated or, or something. Something will happen, and then Nia will pick her up and put her through a table, and we'll see that again. Yep, I agree. Um, is there any chance – this is the, uh, the second won't, won't count, but counts for us. Is there any chance Selena Vega shows up? Zero. Zero chance. Zero chance. Yeah, right. zero chance. I just, don't, I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. Uh, but I mean, she would have been great. She went to SmackDown during the draft, right? I mean, come on. Spots. Like, she just fought for the title like a, two months ago. And then WWE does, does the old uh, push and release method with, uh, with, uh, with Selena with Vega. Selena, yeah, just send her out there and bye-bye. Yeah, see ya. She gone. She gone. All right, so that's that one. So let's go to the men's Survivor Series match. We've got Team Raw with AJ Styles, Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, Sheamus, and Riddle versus Team SmackDown with Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, and once again, the famous set of question marks. Um, I'm a mark for AJ. I have been for a long time. Uh, I think Braun has not gotten what he deserves in his career, so maybe it's time for him to have something here. And, you know, anything where I can see Keith Lee come out victorious after doing a somersault over the top rope or something that he shouldn't be able to do. Uh, I'm going to go with Team Raw on this one. I think that, uh, I don't know, they're both evenly matched, but uh, not knowing who the question marks belong to at this point. I've Rumored to be Big E. Rumored to be Big E. He's been hurt, hadn't he? Yeah, there's, there's something going on, so again rumored yeah um, i mean that would make sense it would bring another big guy in right so you have two big guys on on raw and only right now only one big guy on smackdown with with uh corbin so that would make sense i'd be down for that um i'll tell you what i i like um i like raw on this one yeah, me I too. They, I think they need to make Raw uh, look a little better um, than they have been on their own show. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to pick Raw. Are you going to pick Raw as well? 
yeah, Raw was my pick. I feel the same. The focus has been on this team. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, make them look better. Uh, WWE is hiring a uh, new lead creative writer for both uh, Raw and SmackDown. So uh, we'll send in the Cassidy Club's application and maybe we can help them out. It's going to be Freddie Prince Jr. again. Yeah, <laughs> worked out for him. Yeah. Um, all right. So those are the two Survivor Series matches. Let's get into the championship matches. You ready? Yep. All right. So we have Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Bobby Lashley, of course, being the U.S. champ. Sami Zayn being the undisputed Intercontinental champ. Uh, who do you have? I could go really either way on this match. Um, I don't know. I just still find Sami annoying. And I know that's not a reason why I should make a pick. Um, believe me, there have been plenty annoying in WWE in recent years. I'm going to go with Bobby Roode on this what? one. Uh, with no rationale other than he's the less annoying of the two. So I have Bobby Lashley, but by disqualification. I think Retribution runs in and uh, shenanigans ensue. Hurt Business comes out. Still and it's, yeah, it still counts. But it, and it, gets, it, get, it muddies it so that you, we don't run into the, well, I guess the IC champ is better than the U.S. champ kind of yeah. thing. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Um, I do think Retribution gets involved, but I think it works out to where Sami Zayn is the winner. Mm. Um, somehow, some something going on there. Um, all right, you ready for the next one? New Day versus Street Profits. Uh, it's going to be a fun match. Uh, really, I'd, I'd be happy with either one of these teams winning. winning. I think it would be just it's going to be a lot of fun i'm going to flip a coin and go with new day and pray that the coin landed the right side maybe i need to go find my double-headed coin <laughs> maybe you should guys hang on a second man yeah this was tough yeah was it's gonna tough. be i think it's gonna be a really fun match yeah I, I do too uh and you know they're 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 both great teams i guess i'm gonna go with the street profits because i think it's time for them to have some <clears throat> spotlight yeah um, i mean they're they're literally in the back backstage every week i i love the street profits um i think they're a great tag team but i'm gonna go new day Fair. i'm gonna go new day um I, I think honestly this is a toss-up as 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 tossed up as toss-ups go um if you ask me so uh, I, i'm gonna go new day uh, i think they pull it all uh pull it off and uh do yeah, they switch I, the titles again? Do they just hand them back? <laughs> do we just do that handoff again? So stupid. I can't believe they they did that. That was unbelievable. 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 <laughs> I, I, I was watching it and I you know, you know what makes an impact when you when you're sitting in your house by yourself watching wrestling and you say something out loud as if there are other <laughs> people in the room. Uh, and I think I went, You've gotta be kidding me. And then, and then you text the group chat, and we right. all went, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then you say, you got to be kidding me. And I say, no. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I rewind it. and I think you sent me it. the video. I did. Yeah, you I sent, sent the it video. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because you didn't believe me. Um, and you still didn't believe me after you watched it. Um, anyway, I, know, I, I think that the New Day Virgin Street Profits could be a show stealer, honestly. I, I think. I think they'll. I think they'll bring the house down, but they're definitely, definitely capable of it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. So we have the women's title matches. Well, they're not title matches, but you know, they both hold titles. Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Something about this, as I think about it, makes me think it's going to end in either a DQ or a countout because I just sense that somehow Bailey's going to get involved in this. I I don't know. You know, um, Carmella probably gets involved here. In normal circumstances, in the best of circumstances, you would think that it would be a clean match. But again, this is WWE, and I don't think they know the meaning of that. So um, I'm going to go with Sasha. But I think there's going to be some uh, some craziness going on with this match. I think Bailey puts in an appearance. Um, I don't know. We may see some other appearances. I just think there's going to be more to this match than, than meets the eye. Um, I don't even know. Who is Asuka? 
nobody rivalry with right now. She's Nobody's kind of ready kind for Oscar. Kind of just floating, right, and just taking on people week by week. Yeah, um, that so, part of that long-term storytelling. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, I, I'm going to pick. I mean, I, I really have no clue. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with. Uh, I'll go with Sasha. I'll go with Sasha here. Um, just to spread my spread my picks out, just because I've gone one Raw, one SmackDown so far. I'm going to go. We'll keep it even. How about that? So I'm going to go Sasha. Yeah, and I'm going to say Oscar. You're going to say Oscar. We wow, this is going to be straight up. This is up. like straight <laughs> straight up uh, pick against pick, um, and we might do the same thing here uh, with the next one. Um, uh, do you have anything else to say about that match, the the Oscar versus Sasha Banks? I'm like you. I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I figure so. It's it's like retribution. Somebody's going to get involved, and and uh, I think Oscar takes it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the next one is Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Um, what do you think about that one? So I'm pretty decided on this one. I think yeah. it's Roman Reigns. I do too. I really do too. Um, for one reason or another. Uh, so, yeah, we're both on that one. If we were doing our picks based on who we want to win, I'd go with Drew. But because we're going for the cincture here, I've got to go with who I think is going to win. And I just can't see Roman not winning this. Uh, they're still building the Samoan dynasty, the Samoan stable. Uh, it doesn't really accomplish anything to have him lose. But if Drew loses, I think it gives added motivation for him somehow. And there's got to be, a you know, give him a run of some sort to overcome this fiasco that he just had with Randy Orton. I don't want to see Randy Orton anymore. <laughs> Although I could very, you know, very easily see Randy Orton coming out and getting involved somehow in some way, either during or before or after the match or, or something. I don't know. They seem to not want to let that die. Uh, that w That was just to me a joke and it was a disservice to drew and it was certainly a disservice to randy so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with roman in this match i hope that the the bloodline storyline continues like maybe the uh, the the to be announced uh teammate for smackdown live is jimmy uso uh that could be that could be cool uh and then something happens in there uh, at, to, to bring him back into the picture and advance him in the storyline. Um, or that happens in, you know, in that McIntyre versus Roman match. That could be neat. Yeah. I think, I think uh, that's part of the reason why he loses because it's such a new – I mean, I guess it's the second reign. But, yeah. um, but then there's all the, those plans for The Fiend and Edge or The Fiend and or, or Edge and Orton. Um, right. So, and they're, they clearly want, they've always wanted this. They've always wanted Roman to be number one. And now Vince finally gets it. Yeah. I don't know. I, they have an opportunity. So despite our complaints about how the Survivor Series is laid out and how it's set up, the one thing it does lend itself to is advancement in storylines all over the place. Right. Um, and, and that's kind of the nature of the Survivor Series matchups is that there's, you know, all the different storylines between all of the competitors in there can be told individually in, in the one story right. of the match, right? And, and it, there's an opportunity for that in, in all of these matchups as well. So even despite maybe them not making complete sense on paper uh, and, and with the rules and how they're, they're brought in and laid out, there is a chance to to advance uh, these storylines with just about every, I mean, you know, with every match. Uh, so hopefully they'll do that and it won't just be kind of a, a whatever kind of move. Um, we'll see though. All right, so here are the picks that we have. Uh, the men's Survivor Series match, uh, Worth and Michael both pick Raw. The women's Survivor Series match, Worth and Michael both pick SmackDown. Uh, for the Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn, Worth picks Sami Zayn, Michael picks Bobby Lashley. For New Day versus Street Profits, Worth picks New Day, Michael picks Street Profits. <laughs> for Asuka versus Sasha Banks, Mike picks Asuka. 
Worth picked Sasha Banks. Uh, and then Drew McIntyre versus Roman. We both pick Roman. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It will be interesting. This is, I think this is the most – usually our picks come down to, like, one match. And this yeah. is three different matches that are – that could – you know, can decide it. Unless uh, Matt just runs away with the whole thing. And Matt could could run run the table on us. Uh, <laughs> he definitely has more of a chance this week since we have such a diverse group of – I mean, we're diverse on half the matches. We have uh, we pick differently on half the matches. So, um, if he goes the right way on that, he could run with it. Man, I, um, I'm, I'm a little bit rooting for him, but <laughs> – Yeah, that'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. I mean, can you imagine what he would do with that title? I don't know. I like that intro would be scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about the man making the title or the title making the man. We're not sure which one. Uh, but anyway, so those those are our picks for Survivor Series. I, I'm looking forward to it, especially now that I've seen our picks. Uh, but there's one more thing that I want to talk about, and and this won't count in our picks, but just a, just a general question that I, I'd love to hear from you and your opinion on and, and how you might um, – how you might do it to make it the most, you know, exciting and best it could be. But, you know, they're, they're teasing this Undertaker final ride or whatever they're calling it. Uh, and so we, you know, the idea is that he'll probably, he's going to be there and something's going to happen. You know, uh, they've been teasing a match. Uh, so we don't know. I can only assume that he may have one more match in him. Uh, in, you said you haven't watched the uh, documentary that's been on. I have not yet. I heard great things, though. Yeah, it's good. I watched the whole thing. Um, I thought it was really, really awesome. Um, you could I, did buy a, I did buy a cameo from The Undertaker for $1,000. You did, you did so not. You did not. I did not. You did I, just, not. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> we know what you do. Uh, <laughs> so um, one of the things I will say about The Undertaker and about that uh, about that documentary is that there is an element of him and we've seen it even by not watching the documentary, but this kind of went into all of the matches he's had in the last, you know, three, four years that he keeps chasing. He keeps chasing this perfect ending, this storybook way to, to ride off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. And he had the Goldberg match, which is just not the perfect way. A complete disaster could have, you know, you know, it almost uh, ended him, actually. Well, I yeah. mean, a, a few inches in one direction, and that botched jackknife could it. have could have broken Undertaker's neck, and that would have been, you know, wheeled off into the sunset and not riding off into the sunset. And then you had the, uh, the match with DX, the Brothers of Destruction, a match versus DX. Which, which happened first? They were both Saudi matches, but which one? D- first? DX first, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, two near death. Uh, experiences, I think, for, for all for all of it involved. I mean, both of those matches were just terrible, right? I mean, Goldberg is concussed coming to the ring, right? Because he, yeah, he, you know, and or, or no, he missed. Uh, he went. He hit his hit the head on his ring post, right? Or, right. I can't, I can't keep up with how many times he gets unnecessarily concussed <laughs> in matches. Um, uh, not that concussions are anything to to make fun of, but uh, but still it. Man, it was, um, they were tough. And he took those really, really hard in the documentary. Uh, and, and he, so, you know, and you can kind of sense that he wanted like the one final thing. He wants the, the one. And, and he probably would have gotten it with AJ if it had been a real, yes, a, a real match. You know, I think yes. that's Shawn Michaels 2.0. Uh, I think you would have had that. So, yeah, and he I don't said know. that, and he said that right in the documentary. Yeah. He he talked about it. He's like AJ Styles is is would be the perfect person to walk out on. And then they didn't even really get to have a match. They got the cinematic right. boneyard match, which was which was cool, but it was not you know not a normal match. So, um, it leaves some interesting opportunities for what this match could be. Right? Um, do you have any ideas, any predictions of what what could happen, or if it'll even be a match? Um, so I don't know. what I well, yeah what I predict will happen is he'll come out into the middle of the ring. The he'll have like a moment to say a few things. He'll go down on one knee. Uh, the lights and lightning and all that will happen, and he'll leave. And or and maybe the whole locker room will come out and they'll applaud. That's probably what will happen. They'll give him a Ric Flair type 
um, honoring. But um, what should happen is it should be Undertaker versus The Fiend. 100%. That's exactly, should, that's exactly what I was thinking. There, there's no better way to cap off this career than to do uh, the, the, a Firefly, Funhouse, Cena-style cinematic match that goes through the entirety of the career, mm. that hands off the power or whatever you want to call it to The Fiend. Um, and in what was thought to have happened uh, or was going to have happened when Bray Wyatt and, and Taker met at Mania, except Bray put him over. Um, that's the way to do it. Yeah. There I, is no other way to make it. Well, me, I, I, I don't think they, they can do that again just because they already did it. That cinematic style, like the Cena-style match like they did. It would be oh, great. I would love it. It would be I, amazing. I think, I think that should be the the fiend mania match you think so like i think every year we know we're getting something like that ah uh, so that would be cool though i i, I that I would think be that's, neat you know you get the streak match i mm-hmm. think that's the kind of match you get from the fiend at, at mania and you know that it's going to be this special thing that would be cool more of the yeah. handing off from one generation to the next that would be really interesting to see that happen i i will say um i i will say I think that it will be the fiend. I, the fiend is not scheduled to fight anybody. Uh, I don't think it's gonna match, but yeah. You don't think it will be? I think it could be. I think it could be. Um, he, I'm telling you, I, you know, it would be so cool. I, it would be so cool to have, um, you know, that to to put the the younger guy over. And to, like you said, pass the torch. Um, but so, so what happens here is what if, like you're saying, he comes out, he's like cutting a, a promo of, you know, it's been a great career because of all you, the WWE universe, all this kind of stuff. 30 years has been, you know, I never imagined I could be this for 30 years and have this ride with you, but my time is done. Lights go out and then the fiend laughter happens. And, and then the lights come on and the fiend is in the ring and uh, or, or Bray Wyatt regular. Ooh, what if regular Bray Wyatt came out and started to cut a promo or like on the jumbotron cut a promo of uh, you know, whatever uh, he's, he's here. He, he hasn't forgotten, you know, all this kind of stuff because like you said, Undertaker did beat Bray Wyatt. And he loves old history. Uh, that's kind of been the theme of The Fiend is, is you know, uh, coming back at you for old history. So it would be really interesting to, uh, you know, Undertaker be like, all right, well, you know, get yourself out here. Let, let's go, boy. Let's, let's do it like you did with AJ Styles. And then, then it's on. Then it's on think- and they have a match. And then at that point, you know, however it happens – the torch gets passed to uh, Bray Wyatt, the fiend. And I, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would definitely be cool. It would be, su- it would be unreal. Yeah. But I think if you are going to have Taker wrestle, you don't hide that. Like that's not something, you know, especially in this era where like WWE is scrambling for every viewer that they can get. Yeah, um, no, that's true. And subscriber. Like, I think if anything, you know, maybe they do the Ric Flair, like, all right, we're all congratulating, bowing down to The Undertaker. And Bray Wyatt, you know, nice Bray Wyatt, almost steps forward on the ramp. Or Alexa walks out towards the ramp and just sort of, like, does some indication that says, we're going to Mania with this. Mm. Uh, and that maybe that's how we get there. Can you imagine, like, the... Uh... The what's what's the match with the fire around the ring? Uh, oh, inferno match! Inferno match, yes. So so, so so quick quick story about that. I, <laughs> when I was young, you know, this it was like back when like Blockbuster was still around, and so I could never stay up late enough to watch any of the pay per views. And so I was in Blockbuster one day, and I saw that they had wrestling DVDs, or I think it was VHS then. And one of them was oh, yeah. the Inferno match. Yep. And I got it. I told my mom, like, oh, yeah, you know, this is a wrestling thing. I put it on, and she's there, and she just sees 
two guys fighting amongst fire. And uh, we immediately had to take it back. And I didn't get to watch wrestling for a while. <laughs> so the, the, the recent documentary that they just put up on the Brothers of Destruction, that is basically a, a, a sit-down conversation. And, and uh, Glenn Jacobs and Mark Calloway sit down and reminisce about... Uh, you know, excuse me, Mayor Glenn. Sorry, uh, the Honorable Glenn Jacobs, um, and they they just talk about their you know their their path, their career paths together, and and all that kind of stuff. And they talk about that match, and they're like, "Can you do you remember how hot it was in that ring?" Uh, and yeah, just just, just really brutal. funny because they I think they had like some well at least Kane did because remember Kane's I think arm Kane's was arm, wrapped. Right, his arm was wrapped and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, they they showed like the when Kane like lit lit the casket on fire and all that kind of stuff, and how they got in trouble with the fire marshal because of the <laughs> the flames are a lot higher than they than they did in rehearsal and all that kind of stuff. It's really good if you're out there and, and want to listen or, or watch, uh, check it out. Um, it's pretty good to, to reminisce about, especially if you like those two. I feel um, like uh, the, I feel like the Reverend Tom Early is a big Inferno match guy. I feel like he would be a big Inferno match guy. Big shout out to Tom Early. I'm not gonna say your Twitter handle because <laughs> I can't couldn't say it to begin with. But uh-uh. uh, check it out, Tom Early. He uh, he likes to to talk to us on Twitter and uh, good friend uh, in the uh, in the Episcopal Priest world and a wrestling fan. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, I you know getting back to the undertaker it's always good to see him uh you know i think they they know what they're doing yeah i don't i and i'll say i don't want to rain on our parade but the rumor is that they're looking for a mixed tag team match for the fiend and alexa and mania so i don't know if it if it will happen but uh that's you know, that's much less exciting to me than a Undertaker. Way less exciting. Way <laughs> less exciting. Yeah. Um, the Undertaker and <laughs> the Undertaker <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Nikki Cross. <laughs> yeah. That actually would be amazing. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of works. Actually. I'd actually be really into that. Somehow. Uh, anyway, so I wanted to talk about that. That That's... Uh, talk about how we would book that I, I think I think both of our scenarios make sense uh, we'll see what happens uh, it'll be fun to see um, how they do it uh, if they have the cojones to to step up and do something outstanding and outrageous or if they're going to just play it safe and and we'll see probably play it safe yeah well <laughs> we'll see we'll see I guess uh, I'd love for them to surprise us every now and then well, all right. Well, that's all we got for Survivor Series. Uh, it is time now to turn it over to Michael for his beloved segments. Michael? I thought you would never ask. Yeah. Well, it is time for our International Wrestling Minute. Boom. Talking Indies. Boom. Uh, heat of the week. And we're going to start with uh, our, our indie Talking Indies, where uh, Impact Wrestling has launched knockout tag team titles. And really, they haven't launched them. They're bringing them back. Uh, people have said that Impact has the deepest uh, women's roster. You, you feel like they've got enough to carry the tag titles? Because they got to feel like the WWE women's tag titles uh, have not lived up, partly because they just don't have any more tag teams. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I always love tag team wrestling, no matter – who it is, men's or women's. Um, I think it's good. I think they have a great women's division. Uh, one of my favorite women's wrestlers is is over there, uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, but, you know, she's the knockouts champ now. So, uh, I I think it'll be fun. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's, uh, it's a, good, a good way to get a lot of faces, you know, in a match at once, right? Yeah, uh, doing so. something different. Yeah, well, if you, sure. like, if you like tag team wrestling, then you like AEW. Oh, yeah. uh, and speaking of tag team wrestling, I don't know if you saw Top Flight, uh, oh, yeah. who had a great opener. Unbelievable. But it, was, it, it, was, it was really interesting how many times 
the Motor City Machine Guns were referenced as big influences in Top Flight's career. Mm. Also, the Young Bucks' career. Mm. And it's yet another instance where we've had uh, Don Callis, we've had mentions of Christopher Daniels as the Fallen Angel. Mm. Uh, a number of bits of impact are being sprinkled throughout the AEW trail. If you're, give me on a scale of one to 10, are 10 being that crossover is imminent and on the way, zero being that impact's going to stay in Nashville or Orlando or wherever they are. They're in, uh, I think they're in Orlando, aren't they? Are they back in Orlando? I think so. Well, yeah, I guess wrestling lives in Florida. But um, if, if that's the case, where are we on the scale of this, these territories are, are coming together? Of my excitement or whether I think it's going to happen? Whether you think it's going to happen. Well, I've told you, I think I've mentioned it on the show before. I don't think it should happen. Uh, but just because, why? Why, why, do you, why do you really need it? Now, would I be excited for it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I think it'd be really cool to see, um, you know, Sammy Callahan versus Moxley, right? Uh, those, kind of, those kind of matches. Uh, you know, Deanna Perrazzo versus Hikaru Shida. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see uh I'd love to see all of those those things, you know, Young Bucks versus um the North or whatever. Uh I think those would be you know, all of those those kind of crossover things are fun, right? Can I just can I just say I'm like impressed with your impact. No, you just you just did some deep dives there. I'm bro, I'm good for you. Bro, I keep up. I keep up. I keep <laughs> talking up. indies. Talking indies, baby. I, I keep up. Um, I, you know, I, I think it would be fun. All, you know, the crossover thing is fun mm. when they would do the, the ring of honor, new Japan shows in California or in New York city. Those are fun to do. You know, you don't need them the whole year round. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but they, they would be fun to do. Um, I, you know, I'd love, love to see Tommy dreamer in there versus, you know, Dustin Rhodes. How fun would that be? That'd be great. Yeah. So I'm for it. I'm for it. Uh, do I yeah. think? Do I think they need to do it? No, I don't think anybody needs right. to do it. But right. would I be excited for it? Heck yeah, it would. That'd be great. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm putting it on a. I, I'm I'm leaning more and more as Kenny is posting more pictures of Don Callis on Instagram. I'm thinking we're at a six in that it's happening. Uh, yeah. It's in that close close level. But you know, speaking of sort of that that cross-brand promotion those things happening one of the brands that we've seen on aew as we move into our international wrestling minute is the triple a championship as well as the triple a uh it's not the world title but essentially the the mega championship mega condone. Uh, their 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 world title yeah. uh kenny omega is their champion we've seen it defended he won it off of ray phoenix well, they have set their version of WrestleMania. They're bringing, they're running their shows again. It'll be in December. Uh, so December 26th, you know, day after Christmas, Boxing Day for our Church of England friends, um, <laughs> is, uh, is uh, their Triple Mania, I guess, the, their version of WrestleMania. Hey, and we, have, we, have, we have some English listeners. We do. Yeah. Cheerio. Cheers to you guys. Um, uh, British strong style, right? That's British right. liturgical strong, uh, strong style. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I completely wrecked your train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, but the reason why that's important. Okay, we're coming back together here. Yeah. The reason why this is important is because Kenny will defend the mega championship uh, on that triple mania uh, show Will he have along with him the AEW world title? I don't know. Mm. Um, but, of course, it will be champion versus champion uh, on that Dynamite show, which I guess is I guess is titled Winter is Coming. I think all of December is going to be Winter is Coming, isn't it? That is I'm, that what it is? Maybe, or is it just that yeah. show? Maybe I mistook that. Maybe they're doing like a Bash at the Beach kind of thing. It's just a one-off. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it'll be a lot of fun to watch, but... I also think the December second will be a lot of fun to watch. The world yeah. title match oh, on it's gonna Dynamite. Be great. 
going to be oh, great. Oh, man. It's going to be good. They're setting up some kind of story with, you know, with Mox getting uh, beat up backstage and unable to make the the contract signing. Um, but we'll, it'll be fun. I, it's going to be great. I love all these world titles being defended on free TV. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah. And with, well, and you know, with it being on free TV to go back to talking indies, I just wonder if, if there's a reason why he doesn't win. Does it come from Orlando uh, in the impact zone? Mm. But finally we move to our heat of the week. Where the big heat is, uh, is not only hot, but it is green. And it's green to the tune of $39 million. Where a class action settlement has been made from the firefighters and the police unions uh, pension fund against WWE. Where they filed a lawsuit against Whoa. them for... Uh, the, the Saudi Arabia shows and a bunch of executives then selling off their stock while uh, all, all that drama with Saudi Arabia happened, um, which caused the stock to drop massively. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE has settled and is paying the boys in blue and I guess red um, pretty handsomely out of court in this settlement. So if you've got that stock, I'd dump it. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, so what? Why did why were they suing WWE? So they were suing WWE because remember in Saudi Arabia after the whole like get on the plane, get off the plane situation, yes. we're not going to do the show. Um, there was all this uh uncertainty, like okay, Saudi Arabian government hasn't actually paid WWE for these shows, right? Um so while that was going on, the stock was getting ready to drop and a bunch of senior executives sold huge amounts of shares of their stock, knowing that this whole instance would affect it. And the police unions and the firefighters unions felt that um, WWE had acted in bad faith in their stock with, for their stock investors and the ways in which they're running uh, the Saudi Arabia show specifically. Uh, and so WWE has agreed to settle with some big money. So they're doing, they're paying out. I, I think it's thirty nine million, and the police unions wanted even more than that. So um, quite a day for for uh, old WWE. Well, that'll that'll teach you. That'll teach you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, you know if that you know this is probably old news by the time folks are hearing it, but when we're talking about you know. WWE being willing to pay out uh, the firefighters and the police officers. We know they're not willing to pay their own wrestlers. Uh, Selena Vega being uh, the most recent casualty uh, after being fired for her different third-party accounts. She got future endeavored. She got fu- uh, did she even get future endeavored? Or she just she did. Get- no, she did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, at least at least they gave her that because apparently she was making much more money off of her Twitch uh, and other accounts uh, than she was on her WWE contract. So, okay. um, quite a wild ride there. So much so that now the Screen Actors Guild is now talking with Selena with Paige right. about unions. Um, and Andrew Yang, of course, has been on Vince's tail. Uh, so it's heating up. It's heating yeah, up from all I, angles. Well, I mean, that could really, you know, obviously change the game if uh, if wrestlers get involved with SAG. I mean, that would be, that would be you know, a, a complete paradigm shift in how, you know, wrestling employment goes, or at least with the WWE. You know, AEW is, is, has better situations over there uh but yeah i mean it could it could it could change the change the business for sure yeah i'm uh i think i mean i'm for it yeah i'm i'm all about people getting treated fairly right yeah um, Ind- uh, you know independent contractors who then don't even own their own names so right um yeah these you know 30-day waiting periods on a when you're an independent contractor just doesn't seem to add up, but I'm no union lawyer. Sometimes you can get your name back like Cody did. Yeah. Um, you just have to copyright all of uh, 
a number of WCW <laughs> licenses right. and get trade some, trade them back. Get some, uh, yeah, get some some leverage over there. Uh, he said he was just he just wanted to use it for uh, for Hollywood stuff and for you know that kind of thing because when he does acting, he would say they would say what's your name? He'd say Cody. <laughs> say, what's your last name? Be like uh cease and desist right um but you know he they've been using it on 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 air with aew so that's interesting hey once um, you own it you own it yeah that's true that's true that's true all right well i don't have anything else you got anything else for us michael uh no just uh you know everybody stay safe everybody wear stay a mask. safe that's right and uh you know check us out at twitter C-A-S-S-O-C-K-C-L-U-B. Hit us up with your predictions. Let us know uh, if Matt finally will win the Golden Cincture. Yeah. Matt, we miss you. We miss you, buddy. Can't wait to have you you back. Hang in there. Advent 1. It's coming around the corner. Yeah. What are we going to do for next week? We got to figure that out, I guess, since Thursday Thursday is our normal recording day, and that's Thanksgiving. Well, we're uh, given – we must – I think we're given thanks. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out, I suppose. We might do, a, we might do the podcast in a, in a turkey haze. That's right. A tryptophan-induced coma yeah, fo- podcast. Fo- football and uh, mashed potatoes everywhere. That's right. Perfect. But while sounds, some... sounds like the perfect, sounds like the perfect <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Everybody's going to love that. Yeah. But I'll say this. Yeah. You know, some clubs. Yep are busy hoping that they're going to have a winner in the best of the Super Juniors. Uh-oh. Some clubs are just trying to see each other again over Thanksgiving. I know it. But the Cassett Club is for life. For life. Catch y'all later. Peace! Wow, what a great intro! <laughs> <laughs> He's the less annoying of the two. Oh, thank you, Matt. Matt, we're going to miss you today.